1: this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible.
2: What's up? This is the most must WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife, And you are going in raw. What's
0: up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks the boss, and you are watching Going In Raw.
2: Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned in to Going In Raw right now. How you doing Hey, friend, o. Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. And available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscription button. And if you're on the Apple iOS device, it's, it's almost falling apart. It's almost coming off the rails, but it's not. Uh, I'm gonna if tell I glare you,
3: at you, will, you, will it that bring doesn't it help. back? That
2: doesn't help. No, oh, well, actually, that, that hurts. Um, chain reaction. Be sure to like. if you have a little bit of extra time, leave a review or a rating, like a star rating, and uh, and let us know what you guys think. By doing that, it also boosts us in the rankings in the sports and rec category on the audio iOS podcast iTunes thing.
3: Good job getting things back on course. Yeah, man.
2: Over the weekend, we were like as high as 148, I think. Mm -hmm. So I think at this point, because things have died down a little bit... So I, we just posted our SummerSlam review like minutes ago. We're not back up in the top 200, but I, I feel very confident. strongly, very confident that's going to happen again. We're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. Um, we did a public stream today. Um, As we, we do every Monday. We streamed in public today, Larson. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and, uh, but but the Raw Smackdown and NXT 205 live reviews are streamed for our patrons exclusively. Exclusively. And that's for the $5. So $5 a month, you get to hang out with our patrons and us three times every single week. For $5 a month. Yeah, and you get early access to the going in raw views. And you get to... That's a $10, though. You get early access to the going in raw views. $10 is voting on this.
3: There you go, just fell off the rails again.
2: Yeah, off the rails. Anyways, let's get right into this.
3: Yeah, we're here to talk about NXT
2: TakeOver Brooklyn 3. Every year it's the same thing. People are like, TakeOver's going to be better than SummerSlam. Look, there are two different things. Well, I mean, this year that was accurate. What was, uh, what was more enjoyable?
3: <laughs> exactly. Top to bottom is a much more enjoyable
2: show. <laughs> yeah, it was. I guess that's kind of the only criteria I go by anymore is, what did I enjoy more? What did I have more fun watching? I mean,
3: what other criteria would you apply?
2: Production. What has the better production? Some people like production, man.
3: No, I understand that, but it's that it's a wash between Takeover and SummerSlam.
2: Well now that now that the main roster doesn't have Pyro. Pyro. It's a wash. Yeah, it's a wash.
3: Because it's the same crew doing production for both shows, the same set. Yeah. Um and actually I like uh, NXT's graphic packages a lot oh, more
2: than they're so good. Yeah, no, they are so good. Oh, I might give
3: the thing. edge in production to NXT.
2: Yeah, I know. they're so good. I like when they do the digitizing. Yeah, thing. no, that's
3: great. I, 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 that never gets old for me. It
2: never gets old, man. They do it all the time too. It's great. Um, so before we get started, really, we have to give showcase hands to the to the to the to the, to the predictions king. That's me.
3: Yeah, I. I after this show, I called myself the George Costanza of
2: wrestling predictions. Yeah, I saw whatever that great. I say, great. just yeah. do
3: the opposite. Yeah,
2: I know, and know. probably be right. Yeah, I think here's the thing. Whenever you're confident about something, it doesn't happen. Whenever I'm confident about something, it doesn't happen because my predictions weren't necessarily confident. No,
3: after you gave them, you said I'm probably not going to get any of these right. Exactly, and you got all of them, right. and I got
2: all of them right because I just had a feeling. I think I think my my where I felt strongest was the Johnny Gargano one, which you seem to be which you seem to think was a lock. Because your scenario of him racking up wins until Ciampa, there aren't enough people for that to take place because Ciampa's not going to be back for a very, very long time. So him who can he rack up wins to? like they can't just have like eight months of jobbers and then a couple of like decent guys. Like, okay, he can rack up a win against the Velveteen Dream, Oni Lorcan I mean, they could have. They could have found a way to have him beat that. Uh, what's his name? Lars Sullivan.
3: None of those are going to happen. Well, only Larkin could happen. But the other two are not going to happen.
2: You don't think he's going to be the Velveteen not Dream right now?
3: Not if this is the direction. Oh, okay, going
2: okay, on. okay. But in your scenario, but, but, uh, before, but here's the thing. In your scenario before, I you, I, I, I don't Sullivan. think. I
3: don't think no, because I don't think that that would have been a match they would have
2: made. Okay. What matches? Okay, here's the thing though. It's driven by wrestling. What matches did you think they were gonna make? Well,
3: I mean, on NXT TV, he'll have two matches a month at most.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. And then every quarter there's a takeover. So let's do the math. Yeah, that's dude. That's that's at least what like eight people he has to fight. No, but you you get programs. He's in programs with people. Yeah, but he's not gonna fight the same two people on the same like in the same month of NXT. They don't really is. do programs that much. Like, okay, look yeah, at the. Okay, let me ask you this: Was the Alistair Black Adeo, Tommy fight? Was that the the buildup, or was, that was a program for NXT? That was a program, kind of, and it took place in a parking lot.
3: Well, over the span of like two weeks.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so that's like that's NXT's programs. You do a I just program. my thing with Johnny Gargano it was simply. Number one, I mean, I think to his credit, he looks amazing. Yeah, he looks fantastic. Like, his
3: abs are out of this world. You can definitely tell that time he had off he was put to good use.
2: He's a fantastic wrestler. He is phenomenal. Yeah, I just figured that they would... I just figured there weren't enough people for him to go down the storyline you were talking about. And on top of that... I just didn't think like my gut told me they weren't going to go to the same well with Andrade Almas that they already went to. They told a more condensed version of that in the ring during this match. This is a fantastic yeah, match. Yeah,
3: this might be my favorite match of the whole night.
2: This is a fantastic match. Uh, Code Orange actually kicked us off with a performance. I kind of kind of like the Code yeah, Orange. They do a good job of digging out some of these bands. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, I, NXT
3: does a good job with their uh, musical selections. I downloaded
2: some Code Orange on oh, my phone. Oh, new
3: fan and Steve here. A new
2: Mark. See here's the Code thing. Orange.
3: After and I should have thought this through more. My mistake. I didn't. Um, Gargano's promo when he came back, he was like, "All right, I'm moving on from this DIY business." New Johnny Gargano. Uh huh. Good stuff in line, and I took him at his word.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. And
3: I didn't really think much about it after that. But the the, the he's still haunted, it mm-hmm. seems, or at least that's the story they're going to push by the breakup of DIY. Mm-hmm. I should have thought of that. I yeah. didn't. That's on me. Yeah.
2: Well, I did think of that. That's I don't exactly think did. what I thought was going to happen. No, <laughs> I just thought that the inverse would happen for you. I thought he would lose a bunch, and then, uh, and then he would come up. He would on be
3: nothing you. without Tommaso.
2: Yeah, something like that.
3: Until he beat Tommaso, and then he'd be somebody.
2: I just thought that they were strong. That yeah, I mean, I, I totally saw your point of view. Like, I mean, I was, you know, like I said, I was not. Oh. I didn't. I did not feel like there was a lock. I was like, you know what? I just get some of these. I just felt eh, it was gut feeling like AOP versus sanity what else is AOP going to do? Are they going to try out another heavy machinery with those guys? It's too early for the Street Profits, so there's nothing else they can do with them. Mm-hmm. So it's just, okay, well, let's have them chase belts.
3: Yeah. That made of on sense. On the main roster, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, this was easily uh, Andrade Almas' best match. Since he's been in NXT.
2: Well, and it's I, I think it's number one. It's a te- one is a, it's a testament to Johnny Gargano's wrestling ability. I think that's sort of the biggest factor. I think after watching Jar- Johnny Gargano in two singles matches live uh, at in here in Sacramento and then here at Takeover Brooklyn, three, uh, this dude I imagine could wrestle a broom and put on a four star match. Yeah, he really does. Like I, I totally understand the the nickname Johnny Wrestling mm-hmm. at this point because some. It, some of the stuff they were doing—it's—it's always amazing when some people simply feel like they're bringing something fresh to the ring. And I'm not talking about like, oh, did you see that spectacular move he did? It's the way he moves is unlike—is unlike something I've seen in the WWE. I've seen yeah. stuff like this on the indie circuit, yeah, yeah, Progress, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But with Gargano in this match, I was like, they're letting him do some more interesting things that well, doesn't feel like a WWE style. I, I,
3: think, I think that was the case for both Gargano and Almas. This is like the first time I've seen an Almas match in NXT where I felt like, oh, we're finally seeing the full breadth of what he can do. Right. Yeah. Um, I think whether it be based on how they were trying to portray his character or, or whatever the reason, that he was only showing off a fraction of what he was really about as an in-ring performer. Right. That one spot where uh, Gargano had Almas in the headlock, mm-hmm. and he was just floating I them. love that
2: that that's exactly no that is exactly he's what I'm talking So about.
3: smooth and he, he makes it look effortless
2: that is exactly what I'm talking about in moves that you'd never just see you never see in the WWE mm-hmm. ring they need to constantly be bringing in people who will bring some. I mean, you can have you know we know that the WWE wants a certain style of wrestling we understand that well Vince wants a certain style of wrestling thank you um but you need, at least superficially, you need, I mean, because, you know, this story was a story we've seen many times before, you know, on on the surface of things, there were story details that are, you know, pertinent to the, to the actual competitors, but it's the little things that can make you feel like, wow, this is something fresh that I'm seeing, that they need to keep on bringing in guys. I'm hoping that's something that they're aiming to do with Leo Rush, who's mm-hmm. confirmed sign today. Um... I, that that's the kind of thing that I want to see. Guys who are bringing something that makes the product feel fresh, and I, I think that with Gargano, we have that. Yeah, we, have we don't
3: that. want to see every match play out the same way. Exactly, we want some different styles, mm-hmm. some different approaches.
2: And we, I mean, one one of the guys that I that I refer to a lot in that regard is Cesaro. Cesaro very often will bring stuff that feels pretty fresh mm-hmm. to the ring, mm-hmm. and he's one of very few people who do that.
3: There was a spell where it seemed like every match he was either doing something a bit differently yeah. or bringing yeah. something entirely new to the table.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, since he's been tagging with Sheamus, it hasn't really quite been that. Right. Um, since they've really gotten to a rhythm especially.
2: But they, they have really, those two, I mean not too much of a tangent, they've really developed into a, yeah. I think he's been focusing maybe on tag team chemistry because that's been showing.
3: Yeah. And That's been exceptional. Um, back to Gargano versus Almas. A lot of really good spots in this match. A lot of really good storytelling. There was a spot where Almas was in uh, Gargano's finisher, the Gargano Escape. That's that's uh, a. Yeah. And he reversed it into a, a, a buckle bomb, so he like deadlifted Gargano right, off right, the mat. Right, yeah and you hit him with a buckle bomb. It's good. Uh, the finish saw Zelina Vega throw a DIY shirt at Gargano while uh, Almas was
2: on the mat. That was my only that was my only piece of like they needed the TV direction needed to be a bit better on that because he threw it to him and yeah, I know it was a blue shirt and they're you know the, the powder blue DIY, but I felt like there could have been a close up on him. Yeah. when he well, was, the when shirt. he caught
3: it, it was still all balled up. Yeah, shirt. I know,
2: I know. He Unless you
3: know that's the shirt, it's the yeah, the the story is a bit lost.
2: Yeah,
3: I think it was only afterward that commentary really mentioned. Well,
2: yeah, Morrow said, "Oh, that might be a DIY shirt." Goal. Yeah, <laughs> storytelling elements.
3: So, um, but anyway, if she throws that in the ring. It's, it's it's enough of a distraction for Gargano that allows almost to apply the hammerlock DDT, hit it,
2: and score the win.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Really good match.
2: Yeah, and like you know, we said not only we had the Gargano stuff going on, we saw sort of the value that um what's her name? Mm-hmm. Zelina Vega. Okay, thank you. I didn't know how to say it, Trinidad. Um Zelina Vega brings to the table with Almas, and we got to see Almas Tranquilo. First
3: time he tranquilo he snapped out of it real quick.
2: Right, exactly. The second yeah. time
3: he did it, he just caught himself, and then Gargano, Gargano, kicked Gargano it, super kicked
2: yeah. him. <laughs> exactly. So, I, I like that they're referencing that stuff, but that they're not... The, the good thing, I mean, the thing about NXT is that they don't, they don't beat the dead horse. You know? Oh, I
3: know. I wasn't expecting them to do the Willie Tranquilo or not for two months on end. Right. I thought it'd be a couple more matches. Yeah, no, he, yeah, got yeah. To, he got the old habits out of him. Yeah, they did. New they ones.
2: did simply do that for one match. Yeah, I thought yeah. longer than that. Yeah, because yeah. it was like what six months of him tranquiloing the shit out of his whole career.
3: Yeah. Well, I'm, well I wasn't just imparting the entire. I thought. didn't think it was six months. It's okay. felt that long.
2: So, so hey, Mister Wait and See, how do you like the story? At this point, because prior to this, when he was just going on partying and not caring about matches, do you appreciate, like, the development that we've seen? Yeah, that's why I said I was going to wait and see. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it was just him partying and not caring. Yeah,
3: I don't I mean, why should I care if he doesn't? I'll do be
2: it. honest with you. I, I'm kinda, I think I'm going to miss the partying uh, almost.
3: Maybe he can find a healthy balance.
2: That's, you know, in Where life, there's, there's a time and place to Tranquilo. <laughs>
3: just not in the ring. In, in life, you need a healthy balance between Tranquilo <laughs> and not
2: Tranquilo, yeah. <laughs> and no Tranquilo. So, yes.
0: <laughs> you know,
2: I ask myself that all the time, Larson. Any, too any to Tranquilo or not too Tranquilo is what you ask yourself, In right? any situation I'm in, Too Tranquilo or no Tranquilo. <laughs> oh, man, moving on. Uh, Authors of Pain versus Sanity. Again, this is a match we kind of saw here live um, yeah. in Sacramento. Um others oh, pain here's the thing as soon as they came number 1 I missed I missed the close up where you see the turtle heads
3: what was, in, in the original Star Trek series yeah the alien lizard looking uh, gorn yeah the gorn. gorn helmets <laughs>
2: The <were> gorn helmets.
0: <laughs>
2: and those pants like everything about the even their dude from head to toe they were cut you couldn't see their faces but you can, in their body language, they had lose face. You when they tell, came out. You can
3: tell they were not comfortable in their uh, ring gear update.
2: A, the lumbering dinosaur slash Ninja Turtles slash Battletoads slash Gorn, Gorn face ma- uh, mask thing, helmets thing. And then, like, the grass green pants.
3: I couldn't tell. Were they, were they camo or did they have, like, a, a shimmer to them? Oh, there was no shimmer. They were
2: matte. They were they were okay, because, Maybe, Did because they have a
3: was, It wasn't a flat color.
2: Yeah, you're right about that. I don't think it was camo, though. Maybe there was a shimmer to it. A little bit of that. Hmm. Just, and you could tell, like, they just didn't look nearly as powerful mm-hmm. wearing wearing green screen pants. Yeah. And it wasn't quite green screen. No, no. But I could have adjusted the color on my TV, and I could have made it yeah, a green screen. It wasn't screen. quite It was bright. getting to that yeah, it point. It wasn't quite that bright. Oh, that was so nasty. Corey Graves came out
3: to do commentary in this match.
2: Yeah, they are trotting out all all sorts of
3: people. It here was, uh, what, they, what they call it, the homecoming? NXT homecoming? Got um, A bunch of NXT uh, alums sit ringside, a bunch of them on the pre-show beforehand. Oh, Okay. That's one of the things they use to advertise the show.
2: Are they just going to do that for Brooklyn every year now? I don't know. They only have four takeovers a year. It's,
3: I think they're going to have five
2: this year. They're oh, yeah, because they yeah. Chicago. Yeah. had
3: yeah. Um, yeah, the
2: match opened up with a, a brawl. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just brawl on the outside. Yeah. I didn't realize that you could legally, if you have a faction, you could legally decide who was going to be in the match based on who gets tagged in first. Yeah, so no. you have three guys. I thought that I thought that within Universe kayfabe, you had to submit paperwork. Like okay, declaring. Hold on. I know. Wait I know you're minute. talking about Summerslam. They right? have contract signings. Yeah. But no, there's also the declaration you're talking about. But no, I, they have contract signings. So I figure that okay, for big matches they're going to have public contract signing. For smaller matches they still have to sign contracts. Yeah. You still have to sign a contract backstage. I would think that contract would have the name of the actual competitor in the match.
3: Unknowns to uh, Paul Ellering. Eric Young negotiated um, some wiggle room. That could be. In the participants' clause.
2: I want to side late in the game. Maybe I'll go. Maybe Damo will go.
3: But that's what happened. And Either it's, way, it's my dick will be very during erect. During the brawl on the outside, Eric Young sets up a table against Dye, the barricade. Dilliger. Barricade. I'm trying to get through this, man. This is man, your but,
2: fault. Sorry.
3: Which will come to play later, and then uh, Alexander Wolfe starts the match. At no point does Damo tag in. So Eric Young just calls Damo off the apron and hops yeah. up himself. That was great. And uh, so he's in the match now. Yeah. A bunch of brawling just goes out in the audience for a bit. Oh yeah. Tons of brawling. Um, at one point, uh, uh, Nikki Cross, towards the end of the match, jumps off the top rope while there's brawling on the outside. One of the Authors of Pain catches her. Well, she, she, I let's just. Start. Oh, there's another spot before this too that was awesome. Go ahead. When uh, the Authors of Pain. One of them was setting up Eric Young for a superplex. Mm-hmm. The other one went underneath the first Authors of Pain to powerbomb him during the, suple- yeah. the superplex. Nikki Cross jumps up and grabs Eric Young's yeah, leg right, exactly. to hold him down. And so one of the... <laughs> uh,
1: uh,
2: the Authors of Pain powerbomb each other. Certainly. Jimmy powerbomb Jay, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Payne and Jay Payne. Yeah. Oh, man, that was spectacular. And then The Look of Glee... Nikki Cross is a treasure. Yeah, she's, she's fantastic. She's an absolute treasure. The look of glee on her face when she decides she's going to launch herself from in the ring to the outside the ring. She starts taking off like her long coat thing or vest or whatever yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And she, she takes that off. And Ellering gets in the ring and gets in her way. And she starts flipping out, like, get out of the way, get out of the way. She eventually makes her way up to the top, goes down onto, uh, onto one of the authors of pain. And uh, and then Damo, he's holding her, about to like do something. Yeah. And big Damo launches into him. Fun splashes him. Fun splashes him. Was it through the table? Because yeah. yeah, Eric Young gets set up table. Yeah. So, so all of them go through the table. Oh man, that was. Awesome. Crowd is going insane. So much fun. I was marking out so hardcore. It was fantastic. Um, that led to uh, the rest of Sanity, uh, uh, Alexander Wolf, who, by the way, had a great moment of moshing yeah. towards the beginning. It was fantastic. I really hope that's one of the taunts in 2K18. Oh, yeah. And uh, so they were able to uh, play the numbers game on the remaining author of pain. Author
3: of pain, and they hit uh, like a belly to back suplex neckbreaker combo. Yeah. Yeah. Alexander Wolf scored the pin. Sanity, new tag team champions. Stand
2: tall with those uh, tag team championships. Until
0: we got to dragon again.
2: I want to say a huge shout out to everybody yes. Yes. who warmed our hearts by tweeting at us, oh my God, they're dragoning again. This is an in-joke that I'm very, very happy with. I know. Very happy with
3: it. re the reformed Re-Dragon, or, or NXT to Dragon again, mm. Bobby Fish. Kyle O'Reilly, yep. they lay out sanity,
2: Oh my goodness. hold up those titles. Very cool. Another thing I Very didn't think cool. about
3: in predictions, like we all thought Adam Cole would debut. Yeah, I didn't expect him, and I thought that Fish and O'Reilly would be the stable with him when we've been here talking yeah, about sure. League of Honor, yeah. stable happening. I thought they'd be a thing. I didn't expect them to, uh, A, necessarily make their presence known at mm-hmm. TakeOver, B get shot directly into title contention. I know, I know, because that changed a lot of what happened on the card. Oh yeah, they have obviously have high hopes for those three guys. Yeah, so
2: much so they're completely reshuffling the roster to make it happen. I know, I know, it's it's exciting. I I figured that it would be some sort of Adam Kwan. I know you're still. It, it's going to be interesting how they how they how they use this, how they play this up. Mm-hmm. But I figured it would be something with Adam Cole and Roger Strong. I thought that too. I figured that would be the be. case. And especially, especially, oh, and I think that's still going to happen. Yeah. I think at TV we're going to get that this week. Uh, Next up, well, at uh, TV tapings. We all know we're going to get this week on NXT TV.
3: Recap, recap, recap. <laughs> exactly. With two matches shot Very light episode over.
2: this week, people. All right. Although, well, yeah, Leo Rush is going to go to the Performance Center for a month.
3: Yeah, um, it'd be interesting to see if he goes to NXT or 205 Live.
2: So no. I thought maybe that's
3: why they had um, Tozawa drop the belt to Neville.
2: Boy, that'd be interesting if they, they brought him up in that man. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty interesting.
3: Next, Hideo Itami versus
2: Aleister Black. This was just brutal. Hard-hitting. This is just like kicks and blood. I mean, that's what they more set kicks.
3: up the, the story of the match is who could strike better. Yeah. And
2: that's what it was. Yeah. The answer, obviously, was Aleister Black. He went over. We saw this coming. Jim Ross is on commentary. Jim Ross kind of sounded like he was video game Jim Ross. Like, a lot of his stuff kind of sounded a bit on the generic mm-hmm. side, a little bit. Mm-hmm. I love Jim Ross. You Me love too. Jim Ross. Yeah. We love Jim Ross. We want him to do well. Um, we want him to do well. Um, he has, an, in my heart, he has an open invite. There is, you know, I, I didn't watch his commentary on Axis when I understood it was not ideal. Yeah. But, uh, you know,
3: I thought he did okay during the Reigns-Undertaker match.
2: Yeah, that At was fine. It was fine. It, it, Jim Ross was like a warm blanket. Yeah. You know, I really is. I don't really care if you don't know which of the Briscoes is which. You know, if I hear him talk, I'm happy. Yeah. Um,
3: but yeah, this is a hard-hitting match. Pretty early on, Aleister Black was busted open.
2: Yeah. Bleeding
3: from his nose.
2: Yeah. It was, yeah. Um, by Um large. It looks so cool on him. Oh, and of course, he came out coat orange and guy from Incendiary. Yes. Uh, Sang his theme song. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was good. I Thought it was really good. That was really good.
3: Um, as we said, a lot of striking in this match. Not a whole lot else. Although uh, Alistair Black did hit his uh, blind salt essentially mm-hmm. on Tommy, and uh, Tommy hit a, a top rope Falcon Arrow. Yeah. At one point, that was cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But uh, and at one point, Tommy goes for the GTS. Alistair elbows his way out of it, mm-hmm. and eventually hits Black mass for the win.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, sort of saw that coming from a ways off. But, uh, you know, what are you going to do? You can't have intrigue in every single match. They have, I think they've got pretty high hopes for Aleister Black. Oh, yeah,
3: that seems obvious. And, and there's a, a very palpable buzz about him.
2: Oh, yeah. went to the house show. Oh, yeah, big time.
3: That's, you know, just his going, mer- through the, going through the audience and hearing people around us talk. It was largely about oh, him. His
2: merch is selling out like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good-looking stuff. Oh, yeah, it is really good-looking stuff. Uh, next up we had, uh, this was a shocker. And it wasn't even the outcome necessarily that was a shocker. It was uh that Asuka kicked out of an eclipse. That that was really shocking. That was absolutely shocking. I already did that. Okay. Um Emerald versus Asuka. Uh they were yeah. My only hesitation like so I picked Ember Moon to no, win this.
3: You picked Oscar
2: to win it. Who did I pick? Oh, I picked Oscar to win it. You picked Ember Moon to win this. They were they were hyping this matchup so much, but if Oscar loses, it's gotta be the main event. Yeah. It's gotta be the main no, event. No, I thought that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um so uh but they, I mean that being said, they did everything to make it seem like the outcome was in doubt here. Yeah. I think they really did like preceding it. Um a lot of I I loved I don't know if she's done this before. I don't know because I haven't noticed. But when the ring announcer was, you know, doing the introduction oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she started lip lip reading it very obnoxiously, Oscar did that. I was in love. I thought that was awesome. I thought mm-hmm. it was so great. She's just so full of herself as a character. It's fantastic. And she absolutely resides above Heel Face. Oh, the yeah. crowd was so into her. And Ember Moon on her intro got some booze. People don't think people they have not done a good enough job convincing people that this is the person that should get it. I know. They just haven't. And honestly I think I think it's I don't I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if if maybe they felt that okay, let's take a look at her, let's see what she can do in the ring. Okay, let's 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 do the mystique thing. And then maybe when they saw her Natural charm. They decided to make her relatable. It threw them off. Could be. And it's like, well, let's see if we can do both things. And they've done neither thing very well. I know. Let's try to have her be this intense, mystique-filled person, and at the same time have her be down to earth. You can't really have have both ways,
3: unless there's a storyline behind it. Yeah. Similar to Finn Balor and Demon Balor. Right, exactly. Um, Like, you know, walking through the Performance Center, Ember Moon is... Totally relatable. Mm-hmm. She walked through that curtain, yeah. and it's almost like she is a completely different person.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: If that was a the storyline, then yeah, it would work. Mm-hmm. But it's not the storyline,
2: right? Exactly. Um,
3: and maybe this is a situation where, on main, on the right show and the right creative hands, yeah, they could develop the mystique aspect <laughs> <ethic> and focus <laughs> on that.
2: You know, here's the thing. If you think about it, it's kind of scary because it feels like she's already being handled by main creative
3: I know kind of it
2: feels like the kind of thing oh man remember when she was hot in NXT and then she got to creative it's like Bailey again yeah I know but she's still in NXT
3: but I will say this in in NXT Demon Balor was kind of not really explained yeah it was just an idea that he would do that to intimidate his opponents. Got to Maine. They developed the backstory. Whether well, right. you like that, not something else, but they added a layer to the Balor character. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can do the same with her on Maine. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I think one thing is is I think that the main roster for her will be a reset button. Yeah. And I think it's an it's a much needed reset button. They can maybe figure out the logistics of how they're going to handle her from scratch. You know. Yeah.
3: And and she's already fantastic, and they haven't.
2: Fully tapped her potential. Yet. Oh, she was she was ready for main the, oh, second, yeah. the second she oh, stepped yeah. in. So once once
3: they find a, a way to approach her character and they put it all together, she's gonna be phenomenal.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah.
3: Um. Early on the match, Ember got the early advantage. She mm-hmm. came out uh, on fire right away. Yeah. Um. Taking the action to Oscar. Eventually, Oscar turns the table. Starts working the injured left arm, the left arm that was injured. Yeah. Um, there's this great spot where they were, like, duel, doing a dueling Oscar lock. Yeah. One put one in the Oscar lock and then reverse it. Yeah. That was great. And then, yeah, like, two-thirds away through the match, Ember Moon hits an eclipse and Oscar kicks out. Shocking. Shocking. spent so much time building up the eclipse as, like, a move that put people in the hospital. I know. And Oscar just kicks out of it. I
2: know. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. The um, crowd the crowd was <laughs> Stunned. They gasped. They um, really gasped. Ember
3: Moon goes up for another eclipse and Asuka puts the ref in the in in between her and Ember Moon. Right. Ember Moon does a, a splash instead, hits the cross body, and then Asuka reverses it into a roll up, grabs a tight, tries to get the pinfall, mm-hmm. rest sees the handful of tights, stops the count. Yeah. So again Asuka cutting some corners in an mm-hmm. attempt to beat Ember Moon. Yep. Um. At the end, Oscar reverses a pin attempt right into the Oscar lock. It was like the most seamless transition oh, yeah, I've ever it was seen. Great. so fast. It was great. And Moon eventually has to tap out.
2: Go to main, go to main, go to main.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I. I but then, then again, there's there's story here for them to have another match. Well, okay. If they want to say, if ever Moon wants to come out and say, again, you had to cut corners to beat me. What, they're going to
2: have a third match? I know. You know? I, don't, I don't necessarily think it makes sense, but... I would they could they I would suggest to. this. I would say that the story wouldn't be that. I would say the story would be this is the first time in this opponent through two matches that you've needed to cut corners. Because I think right now the story has to be all about Asuka. Ember Moon is fine. She can go to Maine, do whatever. Yes. She's, she's gone. She's tapped out. Once you tap out, you're you're done, okay? Uh, <laughs> so then So then Asuka comes up against somebody like Okay, it's not going to be her, but like um what's her name? That big German uh um, oh, Jazzy Gabriel. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, and it's not going to be her, but somebody who presents an equal but different challenge to Oscar. So, she has to go through. She's cleared the field, but she keeps on being presented with people who are just a bit more a bit more challenging a bit more challenging but more challenging until finally it's kind of like the okada thing you yeah. know what i mean it's like it's a battle of attrition it's a battle of attrition thank yeah. you exactly until she finally and it's not because at her best she would be better but she's so beat down mm-hmm. that eventually somebody catches her Yes, yeah. if they're gonna have her lose which after this I'm not so sure that's not that's just gonna be the case. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I, the, the, I thought Ember
3: Moon was probably the best contender. Yeah, absolutely. The beater that's currently mm-hmm. on NXT. Yeah, and it seems like if they're not gonna go with that any longer, they kind of have to start fresh with. That's why I've been saying for a while. I think if 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 Kyrie Sane wins the May Young Classic, that either she'll get the title shot, mm-hmm. or say Oscar moves up to Maine. Vacates the title, yeah. they can say, "Okay, whoever wins the Mae Young Classic, now you're the NXT Women's Champion."
2: Oh, I would say, I would say, let's, you know,
3: although the time frame for that for the latter situation it, to happen is 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 pretty small now, because I think the finals for the Mae Young Classic September twelfth.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Less yeah. than a month away, yeah.
3: so Oscar's not going to vacate the title. So we, yeah, we
2: have, and we haven't had any word they're going to do this. If it was Steve in charge, I would say, over on NXT, let's have a women's turn, a mini women's tournament, because obviously there's not 32 people there. Let's have a women's tournament there to declare the NXT challenger, and then the Mae Young Classic, whoever wins that, will be the Mae Young Classic challenger and have those two people fight for the vacated title. I think that'd be great, because you don't want to leave out the NXT uh, women's division in terms of uh, getting a shot. Um, But yeah, that that kick out of the Eclipse, I was pretty stunned. Uh, And in our main event, we had Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Roode, the NXT champion. Um. No shenanigans. No. Uh, no. Roderick Strong. No. Uh, triple Threat. No. Straight up Drew McIntyre. In fact, Roderick Strong. Uh, you saw him pretty early up there in the in the luxury box with uh Kurt
3: Angle. Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle. Both Kurt Angle and Daniel Bryan Remember? were in a box.
2: And the iconic duo were like chatting. Daniel Bryan. Bryan. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um. Very early on, Bobby Root starts working over Drew McIntyre's neck. Now Drew has, uh, I think when he was in WCPW, like really. Injured his neck. Oh, no kidding. I don't know if he broke it, but it wasn't really bad. Um, commentary didn't mention that, that I remember. Yeah. That he had a significant neck injury at some point. Um, which uh, made sense why Bobby would go after it. Yeah. In terms of the story of the match. Um, this is a pretty typical Bobby Roode match, uh, focused exclusively on storytelling. Mm hmm. Not fast paced. Not to say it was slow, because it wasn't. Right. Um, Bobby looks like a million bucks. Yeah, he dude. does. Man, he he carries himself like a <laughs> million bucks, too. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah, he is. Um, Drew hits Future Shock. Bobby kicks out. Drew hits a Claymore. Bobby uh, gets his foot on the ropes and rolls out of the ring, and then Drew hits a con Hilo.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: that was awesome. Yeah. I don't think a guy of that size could do that kind of stuff. I know. It was incredible. Um, Bobby hits a Glorious DDT. Drew kicks out. Bobby hits a second one, then tries for a third, and then Drew reverses with a headbutt. It's Claymore, new NXT champion.
2: Claymore is a Scottish sword. It's a sword, as well as a mine, a mine from Call of Duty, exclusively yeah. to the Call of Duty franchise. Yeah. Um, and then shock to Dragon again comes in. They're just hanging out in the turnbuckle, yeah. In the corner. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. They come up. They just sort of. On. And then you hear
3: an eruption from the oh, crowd. Oh yeah, people know what's going on. Yep. And it just kind of it builds and builds and builds and builds. Mm-hmm. So I assume he jumps the barricade. Gets in the ring.
2: Adam Cole, baby!
3: Beats down Drew McIntyre. dragon again. Hold him up. Super
2: kick. Yep.
3: Adam Cole grabs that NXT title. Looks at it. Looks at it. Looks at Drew. Throws it on the mat. Yeah. They pose over him. Yeah. Afterwards, WWE.com exclusive. <laughs> top of the ramp. The most emphatic, <laughs> passionate.
2: Adam Cole, baby! Probably ever heard. Oh, it was, that dude was, I am here, man. He was hype. Cole Adams, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it's Cole Adams. <laughs> it's Cole, Adams.
3: <laughs> well, no, Morrow said something like, uh, Adam Cole is ma- making an emphatic statement, baby. Bay? <laughs> like he almost asked it like a question. <laughs> Extreme I know, championship, championship, baby. Baby. So we all knew Adam Cole was probably going to show up at TakeOver. Mm -hmm. I I don't know if the odds were on a seat ringside. Yeah. yeah, But he definitely made his intentions known, what his plan was going forward. Yeah, man. Which is is exciting. Very
2: very exciting, man. I brought this up
3: to you. The only concern I have, and I guess it's somewhat mitigated by the fact that he has... Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly at his side yeah. is that there is a pretty massive uh, size disparity between Adam Cole.
2: None of them are over six feet tall.
3: <laughs> How about Adam Cole? Is six feet tall? Uh, I think he's five eleven. Oh, okay. I'm just going by that uh, Suplex Apparel T-shirt, the mugshot one,
2: where he, is, he looks like he's six feet tall. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. Um, <laughs> I like his Twitter handle is Adam Cole Pro.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um. So, I mean, numbers game can kind of uh, mitigate the huge size disparity. I have 11, two, ten. Okay. So there's about six-inch height difference and probably about 50 pounds. Yeah. So, but, I mean, Adam Cole's a really good wrestler. He's great on the mic. Mm-hmm. Having Fish and Kyle O'Reilly with him can, can help him win matches against larger opponents because yeah. there's a potential he'll need it. My only worry is I don't want him booked like a cowardly heel. Yeah, me neither. Um, I don't mind Fish and O'Reilly getting involved and helping him,
2: mm-hmm. but at the end of the day... They can't be the Sting brothers. Yes. They right. can't be J&J security. Right, exactly. Now, so th- uh, there's another question here, that would, something we haven't really seen in NXT, which would be pretty interesting. What if they went, I want to say full NWO?
3: Oh, like an invasion angle?
2: But what if they bring in Donovan, Was the name, Donovan Dijak, mm-hmm. and War Machine mm-hmm. To bolster him. I mean, I know it's getting ridiculous, and I'm not even sure NXT could pull that off, nor would I necessarily want them to. But if anybody could pull it off, yeah, that could be really, really an interesting story. It would. Of course, there'd be some uh, uh, intergroup conflict. Well, I was gonna
3: say some legal stuff they'd have to work out beforehand. They can't straight up say, "Hey, we're from Ring of Honor, we're invading NXT because you're encroaching on our turf or something like that." No, absolutely. They can't be that obvious about it. Yeah, but. If it's a, a situation where it's like, okay, we all, we're we're all, we all work together. Mm-hmm. We're here to bring whatever to NXT yeah. because we think our what we do is better than what NXT does. Yeah, yeah, if strength, it of, it,
2: yeah, strength in numbers. Well, in it, like that, it could be it could be as simple as like you said, we work together, we're a close group, and we're here to make sure that we're on top. Mm-hmm. You know, what better way to make a statement is, you know, is the strength in numbers thing. Yeah. They, they I mean, you can make it simply that, you know, that simple. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have to say, hey, we're loop, part yeah, yeah, of Ring of Honor. Yeah, you don't want them saying, no, no, hey, no, we're no. part of Ring of Honor. We're invading. You can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. <laughs> no. You can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> can't, do it. <laughs> can't do it. Not good. Can't um. Do it. So, yeah. No, uh, again. Top to bottom,
3: fun show, fantastic. awesome matches.
2: Fantastic takeover. Just a lot of fun. People asking us, they're saying, you know, hey. Why do not you guys live stream this as well? There's only so much time in the day, and unless you want us to be ex- like exhausted to the point of we're not entertaining anymore,
3: or we don't enjoy our wor- our work.
2: Yeah, exactly. I prefer just watching this by myself on my couch.
3: Yeah, that's what I did. Exactly.
2: So, um, good stuff. That's all we got. Yeah, that's our review there. Our third video of the day. We got one more to do. Enjoy. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys later.
1: Bye.